All right, welcome to the podcast. This is season one, episode two. Uh, my name is Liam, and we're here with Seth. Howdy, everybody. Yeah, we're uh, super excited. We've got some good things planned for this episode. Uh, I think we're going to talk about some Olympic trials predictions on the men's side, at least for today, um, for the U.S. And then after that, we're going to talk a, b- a little bit about some movies, shows, documentaries, whatever um, that we've been watching during our quarantine. So let's get right into it. Absolutely. All right. So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I I think we can just start like freestyle descend or going like 50. Let's let's start at 50, then we'll work our way up. Yeah, we'll go through. All right. So, I said yesterday in or whatever it was in episode one that it wasn't a lock for Dressel. Yeah. Anything could happen. Same time, he's my number one pick. <laughs> um, the next best, I think, is a 21-3 for America. But this was um, Adrian in 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, so three tenths difference, you know. From the dude is an absolute. Ago. The dude's an absolute tank. Coming back after having cancer and just absolutely destroying the field. Yeah. Watching him during the ISL was such a fun time. Like, oh, yeah. the, dude's, the dude's double everybody else's age, and he's still just mm-hmm. making cake out of it. Well, that's why he's actually my number two pick. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think number two, coming in second, Nathan Adrian. He's old faithful. He's been yep. 21 so many times. Not as many as Bruno Fratis from Brazil. Mm-hmm. He's been 48, I'm pretty sure, more times than anybody on the world. 48 and 100 feet south. Um I think that at his age, sort of like Anthony Irvin, um, his best shot is going to be in the sprints. Okay. Um, Who is mother? What? What's up? Who is like? Yeah, yeah. Who's your? Who's your like third and fourth guys? So I also have Michael Andrew. Yeah. Not a fan, but at the same time, I don't. I don't think he's going to do it, and I think he's going to end up like the Des Moines fifty freestyle. Mm-hmm. Sort of like that, especially if he keeps adding events yeah. um, on his lineup. Zach Apple was 21-8 at the U.S. Open this past winter. Yep. Um, I think he's in the running also. And the two that are not, I mean, they're normally 50 swimmers, but not necessarily in the 50 uh, long course scene. Ryan Held and Maxime Rooney both have had such huge 2019 seasons. Like uh-huh. the past couple of years have just incredible improvement tracks. Um, so Ryan Held and Maxime Rooney are actually my... Where does Maxime Rooney swim? So he swam at Florida for three years and transferred to Texas for his last year. Okay. Cause, okay, so I, I really like Ryan Held. I think he is just a really powerful swimmer. I have him for the 100 in mm-hmm. my pick. Um, but I do think that the 50 is... I mean, it it is really deep. And there's a ton of inconsistencies. Like you said, like somebody can just have a bad start and that's the whole race just gone. Yeah. Um, so I had Michael Andrew, um, and Caleb Dressel, and I also threw in Nathan Adrian as well. Um, yeah, kind of like you said, I'm not a huge fan of Michael Andrew, but you know, he, he, he is reliable and this is kind of his cup of tea right here. So those were my picks at least. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Maxie Mooney, his best time long course is a 22 nine. But I think that with a forty-seven six hundred freestyle, he's 
in for a pretty big drop in the 50. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Okay. So, yeah, who so do you got for the 100? Not a lock. Caleb Dressel, number one. Um, yeah. 46.9 and then a 47.3 out of Ryan Held. Ryan Held's actually my number two. So Ryan Held took third at 2016 Olympic trials. Um, he lost to Dressel by three one hundredths. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was Adrian and then Dressel and then Held. And let's see the notes that I have. Held, he dropped 0.9 from his best time in the past um, past six years. So his best, his previous best time was from 2016 trials. And he dropped 0.9 from that just last summer to go 47.3. Okay. Yeah. That improvement track is better than anybody else in the field. Everybody has kind of steadily dropped from a 49 to a 48 to another 48, lower to, into the 47s. Yeah. Um, like Zach Apple, you know, Zach Apple has been 47, 8, 47, yep. 7, 47, 6. Um, but Ryan Held, he just kind of jumped the gun, went right from 48, 2 to 47, 3. So I'm pretty sure he's, He's my pick, at least. And then the next couple, same sort of names, Rooney, Apple, Peroni, and then Ferris. Um, also, Tate Jackson has had a phenomenal past two years. Yeah. I think he's also in the running. Uh, Did you – please tell me you said Dressel, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. He's number one. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, Ryan Held. Um, I do think he is a really, really great swimmer. He's shown a lot of improvement, like you said. Um, I don't think – just kind of going back to the 50, I don't think he has the, the, the speed for the 50, um, but something a little bit more drawn out, like the 100, he'd do well in. Uh, Dressel, you know, a lock-in. He's been three um, – he's been in the 47s like three times um, the past two years, something like mm-hmm. that. And then, yeah, I also had Zach Apple and Blake Peroni. I mean, they just train phenomenally hard, and you see that out of uh, that, uh, that video that they did on YouTube where they were uh, doing the four, four by one. Um, but yeah, again, it, it could be literally anybody's race. It's such a short race. And um, I, the Americans are so deep in the sprint events. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. So. One of the other names that I've kind of had um, in the back of my mind is in my grade, he swims at Texas, and he is wicked fast, um, Drew Kibler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So his doesn't he swim strokes though? No, so he's a 200, 200 specialist. Mm, okay. Um, I mean, in high school, he swim everything. Like he's been forty five in the hundred fly, like forty sixes mm-hmm. in the hundred back, whatever. Um, with yards, best times are forty two one and one thirty point eight in the two hundred free. I think just swimming at Texas with Townley Haas, with he's swimming with Maxine Mooney, he's swimming mm-hmm. with um, Tate Jackson, a whole bunch of. Um, really f- fast kids i think that he's in for a summer i mean he's young and he's just been improving like crazy yeah so i mean who knows maybe he's gonna like squeak right into the top six okay so here's my question going into the 200 um do you think that dean ferris will have any sort of problem transferring from yards to meters yards to meters yeah because you know that's a, that's always a, a a conversation point for the Americans, um, just because you know we're I think we're the only the only country that um, races yards. Um, I don't think he will. Because he mean, went. Having... What what did he go in his two free? Well, one, 
Ferris? Yeah, off the leadoff of the eight, Cree. 129-1. Yeah, and that was the fastest that we, that beat Townley Haas's, right? Yeah, by four tenths. Yeah. Um, you know, at least for the 200 in my mind, I think that um, I'm not too sure on the times for meters, but in yards, you got to be at least under 130 um, for it to translate over into something fast to put into meters and actually compete. Um, one of the guys that I was talking about and looked at that will also be um, one of my picks for the 800 is that dude out of Florida who broke the um, the record in the 500. Yeah, Kieran Smith. Yeah, dude's lights out. Everybody in my grade is wicked fast, and I don't know why <laughs> I'm not like on the same level. Um, maybe it's <laughs> <laughs> how much do you weigh? One sixty ish. That's why. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. But okay, that's fair. Who do you? Okay, so who do you have for the two hundred? So this one is pretty tough. I I'm gonna be honest. Townley Haas has been so consistent going 145s at the end of the season for us. Mm-hmm. Um, not in, and he's always been like kind of right on the edge. Not in 2018. So in 20, um, 2016, he was 145.5 at the Olympic Games, 145.6 at Olympic Trials. 2017, he was a 145.0 at the um, World Championships. Uh-huh. Um, and then he was another 145. Nine just this past uh, December at the U.S. Open. Yeah, but I don't think he's gonna make it. Um, not in, not individually. I think he'll squeak into the top six. But my two picks are Selisgar and Ferris mm. for this. Um, Selisgar breaking out onto the scene in 2018 with a nasty 145, um, and qualifying for the Pan Pan Packing World Championship team last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I just think he's he's doing great things out there and um, training at Cal. And then Ferris, you know, training with Texas long – like, they're, I'm pretty sure they're just specifically focusing on um, long course season. Yeah. Um, I think those two are going to make it. I mean, if you – I don't know if you looked at, like, Dean Ferris's stature, but he's mm-hmm. just a big dude. Yeah. Um, makes Selisgar look small. But for <laughs> – Ferris's best time, which is Selisgar, looks like a a, a neo Nazi almost. <laughs> he's got that weird like, it's like he's almost balding, and it's like that really fine uh, blonde, blonde hair. hair. Yeah, yeah, it looks weird, especially in the pool. He just looks like he just came out of like a, <laughs> I don't know, like a science project. Jeez, come for him, why don't you? <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not bashing him. I'm just you know stating the facts. <laughs> But um, all right, so Ferris has the best time in the long course 200 with a 146.4. And uh-huh. for that was last August that he went that. Okay. I think there's um, wicked improvement to go there. I mean, Maxime Rooney just in his races, he's improved so much since um, making the transition over to Texas. I yeah. think the same goes for Dean. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so and then the other couple names that I have, um, Kieran Smith, Apple, um, Peroni, really anybody. I mean, both Luca Orlando and Carson Foster. Dressel, Dressel, Dressel. <laughs> I don't think he goes it individually. Dude, I, think I, I, think I think he's he... going to go for it in the relay. Oh, because, because okay. with the addition of the mixed 400 medley, mm-hmm. um, 
at the Olympic Games, I'm pretty sure he's just going to be put on that, and then that's his fourth or whatever. No, that'd be – wait. 400 free, four medley, 800, four medley, and then three individuals. That's eight, seven. So he needs one so more. he ties. Yeah, so he needs one more. Maybe. I don't know. He, 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 wasn't, he wasn't in my conversation for the 200. Um, I think he'll go for it on the relay, at least in a practice, sort of like Michael Phelps did, but mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to go it. Okay. Who do you got for the eight? Well, for the 400. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Yeah, so, well, the 400, 800, and mile, they're all kind of some of the same names. Um, Wait, isn't the four? I thought the 400 was just women. Nope. Oh, is it no. the guys as well this year? Yes. Cool. Yeah. Um, well, it's 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 been in the games for a while. Um, but didn't they switch it back and forth? Or am I just being stupid? I think you're being stupid. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Proceed. Well, so, so they didn't have the mile for women at the Olympics, but they had the guys mile. They didn't have yeah. the 800 for um, men at the Olympics, so they just added both. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. That's okay. what um, so 400, I got Zane Grothy and Kieran yep. Smith. Um, yep. I think that Zane Grothry has, I mean, with the experience and just being on the long course scene for so long with really nobody in contention behind him. I think the mm-hmm. the closest times behind him have been no less than four seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, he's been pretty far ahead of the other Americans. Kieran Smith, the wicked 406 in the 500. Yeah. He, ha- he has to make Absolutely it. Absolutely not. The four. I threw in Tony Haas just for craps and giggles. Yeah, I, think. I mean, yeah. I- it's a, I don't know. I think that I, he's. Got I think it. in re- I think in recent years that Tommy Haas has um, put more of a focus on the hundred though. Yeah, but he, he swam long distance in uh, in all of college. Yeah. So I don't know. It's Maybe. a possibility. Yeah. Um. But then also a couple of names. Bobby Fink is the new American record holder in the. Um, I know that name. Where's he from? Florida. That's right. So mm-hmm. both- so both Keenan Smith What did he go? 14, 11 12. or something? 14, 14 12, 12. Yeah. He dropped the American record by five seconds. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. Like also, um, Sean Grayship, um, he's had a fantastic season at Cal. Um, mm-hmm. Great four AM or great five hundred freestyler. I think that, you know, having this extra year to prepare for it, I think that he um, will be in contention for a nice spot in the four hundred. Yeah. I am so excited to see what the collegiate athletes do for the trials and for the Olympics, especially this year. Um, it's going to be really awesome just because they don't have to worry about anything, man. They get, like you said, an extra year to train and kind of get in the right mindset and then just mm-hmm. forget about school, which is amazing. And for those seniors, man, it's going to be awesome. So that's, that's, I'm a little worried about how many um, people who redshirted this year are gonna not swim again or just decide to forego their last uh, year of eligibility for that. Yeah. See there's I mean, so many possibilities. I mean who knows they might apply for a waiver um yeah, with yeah. NCAA but for the eight hundred and fifteen hundred I have yep. the same two. Okay. Um Jordan Wilmowski, the open water swimmer. Mm, I didn't um, even think about that. So he he's like a ten K ten K dude, you know, he just swims in rivers and lakes and whatever. Yeah. He's a monster long course swimmer in the mile. I think he went a fourteen forty, um, fourteen forty two. I think it was. Let's see if I can pull this up real quick. But he's, I, I think, 
Um, Zane Grothy is going to be left out in both of those. Okay. Um, the other name that I have um, written down is Jack Hoagland from Notre Dame. So um, he's a, I know that name. So he's a freshman yeah. at Notre Dame. He dropped in the yards. He, um, not sure about his long course times, but he dropped in his mile from a 1637 mm-hmm. to a 1435. Are you sure it's not a, uh, a timing error? <laughs> Is it? I don't know. I, I'm just. Let's look this up, Jack. Oh, I mean, it very. What's that? So it's about a. a what'd you say? A Sixteen what to a fourteen forty? Sixteen thirty-seven to fourteen thirty-five. So about two minutes. Yeah. It just pops off and just goes I mean, lights out. Fourteen thirty-five. That's pretty. I'm pretty sure that's consistently top sixteen, at least in the NCAA as a freshman. That's fast. About this Bless you. <laughs> oh, Bless you. Thank you. Um, yeah, you know, I think that with this extra year, um, he might be able to focus a little bit more on long course, and hopefully, that can translate pretty nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? What are your predictions for that? Um. So. Eight hundred, Kieran Smith. I think that he can stretch it out a little bit. Why not? Um, the 800, I still had Townley Haas and Zane Grothy, which I've always said his name as Zane Groth, but whatever. I don't know, it was Grothy or whatever, yeah. yeah. Um, 1500, I didn't put anybody in, because honestly, I have no clue. Okay. Um, yeah, because, so what, we had, um, wasn't, uh, who swam it for us at the Olympics last year, or not last year, four years ago? Swim, which one? The 1500. Um, wasn't it? Oh, frick. Was it Con- or was Jaeger, it? Connor Jaeger. Yeah. Um, so he's old, right? Isn't I think he like, so. He's old. He's been in Michigan a long time ago, um, yeah. The other notable was Connor Dwyer, too. He's not in the 15, but he did some of those freestyle events, but he's done. Yeah, um, don't don't put me on the record on this, but I'm pretty sure Dwyer was caught for doping. Oh yeah, no, he was. He's, yeah, he's done um, with swimming. Yeah, Jaeger's retired. Um, yeah, Dwyer specifically though, Dwyer was a 200, 400, 200, 400 guy. guy yeah. yeah. So I just, but yeah, so I had no clue what to do. So I just kind of moved on. All right. Well, I think that's a good transition point for one of the other strokes. Um, Ooh, backstroke, backstroke. 100 back. All right. 100 back. So I had, uh, for both backs, I had Ryan Murphy. He's an animal when you watch him swim. Taper right. god. Um, his Dude, underwater. His past, his past couple of years, though, had been a little shaky. Disappointing. Yeah. I mean, he, he had a um, monster Olympic Games, you know, 51-8 mm-hmm. in the 100 backstroke. Yeah. Um, Which was a last year. American record, I think. World record. Or a world record, yeah, yeah, broke Aaron um, Pierre Saul's fifty-one-nine. So I have both those, both the backs, Ryan Murphy, um, two back. I have Pebbly. I think he's a, a solid guy. You know, he's just been building on his career ever since the uh, the trials in two thousand sixteen. So I have the him there um, for the hundred. I also put uh, John Shebet in from Texas. Okay. 
He's pretty good. Um, I think he will probably do better in the two back. I don't think he has the type of um, speed on top of the water for the hundred. Um, but yeah. I put Coleman Stewart on there too. And then I also have um, Grievers just because he's been putting up some pretty good times late in his career. And, uh, you know, I just don't want to count him out for anything. So yeah. I, I don't know where that'll go. I think the hundred back, depending on who swims it, could be really, really deep. Um, but yeah, that's who I have. Yeah, I'm pulling up some times right now. Let's see if I can. Um, so my two for both the hundred and the two hundred, um, first place, I'm gonna go ahead and say, um, Murphy. Mm-hmm. But then, then I also have the same person for second place, um, Shane Casas, the sophomore. From sophomore from Texas A&M, so he dropped a wicked amount since high school. Um, just in one year, this he's from 2018 to twenty nineteen, um, he dropped in his hundred from a where are my notes dropped in his hundred from a fifty four five to a fifty two seven in one year. Okay, fifty two seven on the world stage is right up there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the past, in the past, not yeah, in the past three or four Olympic games has taken a 52 mid to a 52 to win. Yeah. Um, in his 200, he dropped even more. He dropped from a 158.6 to a 155.7 in the same amount of time. Oh. And so my thing is that um, I was going to put Pebbly looking at some times. I decided not to. He hasn't been 155 since 2018. Mm-hmm. Last year, he was at 156. Um, okay. And he hasn't been a 154 since 2017. His best time still stands from um, mm-hmm. Olympic trials in yeah. 2016. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm a little shaky about Pebbly. Um, mm. I've got a question also. Um, Michael Chadwick, did you ever think about putting him anywhere? Yeah. I mean, his best shot is the 50, I, mean, I think. He's, he's quick. Like He hasn't had... Um, I mean, None of these guys are mid. slow. We just have so much to pick. No. From. Well, he's been 48 mid in the 100. Um, I think he's training over at Team Elite in California with David Marsh. Yep. And I'll be honest, I'm not a fan of David Marsh. I don't think that he <laughs> – I mean, he, he does great things, um, great coach, but I think that there's a lot better coaches out there. Yeah, no, I'm with yeah. that. I, there's something about him. He just gives off a weird vibe whenever mm. I like watch videos with him and stuff. Mm. Um, so okay. yeah, and then some of those other names like Sheba and Stewart and everything. Yeah. Cool. Um, All right. Hunter Brush. Yeah. So love Cody Miller. I don't think he makes it neither. Really? Yeah. Who do you got? Um, Who do you got? The hundred breaststrokes kind of, there's a lot it's of a crap shoot. There's a, there's a yeah. lot of men under, um, in the 59 range. Um, mm-hmm. First, first play. Um, first place, I think, is going to be Andrew Wilson um, mm. out in the Georgia – well, both one and two Georgia crew. Andrew Wilson and then Kevin Cords. Kevin yeah. Cords, I did not want to put, but he – because he's not consistent. You know, he's, he's done really well when it counts. And mm-hmm. that's, I think, the important thing. You know, he was a 58 um, – in 2016, it was a 58-6. In 2017, 
he hasn't put up those times since. But I think that, you know, with an extra year and with an, another Olympic Games, I think he's going to be right up there, maybe even 58-2. Okay. Yeah. Um, Andrew Wilson, he was the only guy under 59 last year. Mm-hmm. I've always been a fan of him. He was the only D3 swimmer to go 50, sub-51. Yeah. Um, D3 Nash. Why D3? Why D3? Um, yeah. yeah, who do you have? Um, so I um, – I'll go two two breasts first. I had Cody Miller. Um, okay, he's been doing pretty well this year. Andrew Wilson. I also had him. Um, and then for the hundred breasts, I had Cody Miller as well. Kevin Cords. Um, and then I threw in Ian Finnerty just because, you know, he was what he was the first guy to go under fifty. Um, I th- I think if he keeps a good mindset, I mean, he's he's kind of cocky. Um, he's kind of got that that weird kind of mental thing to him. I don't know. He's very yeah. outgoing and just kind of not overly confident, but you know, um, but I think that if he, if he sits down and puts his head to the grindstone, I think he'll have a pretty good race. Um, yeah. But anything yeah, you know, can happen, man. It's so crazy. Yeah. Some of the other names that I have there, um, Max McHugh out of Minnesota, freshman who went 50 point, um, 50.7, I think. Um, okay. At nationals last year, I mean, yep. as a freshman, that's fantastic. No, yeah. Um, Reese Whitley, um, six nine swimmer out of California. Yeah. Um, and then Ian Finnerty also. I think that with next year, those two younger guys, um, McHugh and Whitley, both can do some great things. Brandon Fisher, the he'll be thirty one next year, or yeah. maybe thirty two by the time that Olympic trials goes. But Brandon Fisher dropped from a one hundred three in college to six years later be a fifty nine. Okay. Um, so he's also, there's so many people also, Devin Nowicki, he's, he was actually just training at, um, yeah. Um, Colorado, Colorado. Oh yeah. Um, He he was sent, he was sent back home because of the coronavirus. Dude, that sucks. Yeah. But a lot of best jokers. One of the, one of the fun parts about doing this, um, kind of our picks for the Olympic trials is that none of the. Uh, like none of the nationals went on for any of the divisions. So mm. a lot of the guys who are, uh, you know, actual top contenders for some of these spots, we have no clue. Absolutely yeah. no clue. Yeah, this time we're probably going to be doing this again, approaching like once. I bet um, you money that like half of, well, hopefully not, but like I bet you a lot of it is just like, oh my gosh, we missed so much. But Yeah, for sure. The, All right. the thing about... Oh, wait, well, here, I want to talk about this a little bit. The oh, yeah, thing about American breaststroke is that we have so many people who are under one minute, and we have a lot of people who are right on the one double O range. Um, mm-hmm. Even we talked about um, Derek Moss last episode. Yeah. He dropped from a 103 to a 101 last year long course. Yeah. Fantastic long course season. Um, there's a lot of people who have the potential to drop there, but in the world standings, there's a lot um, – a lot more countries who have a swimmer or or two swimmers who go 58s. There's a couple who are riding like 58-0, 58-1s. There's a teammate from London, a teammate mm-hmm. um, of Adam Peaty. forgot his name, but he's a 58-0 or 58-1. So he's going to go 57 at some point. Um, but if, you know, if the Americans really want to do something big on the world stage, then someone's going to have to gra- crack 58-5 at least. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I said not talk about the 200. So my 200 picks, Josh Bruno, Willicone. 
Mm. Oh, I forgot about him. Will Lacone is a he was a two oh seven six at um Panpex or somewhere. How um, old is he now? He's gotta be like twenty seven, twenty eight, right? So, no, he graduated in twenty seventeen from Texas. Are you sure? Yeah. He's like twenty four. Hmm. Yeah, I just, I mean I felt so oh, bad he's 20, for him. okay, so he's twenty five. I said yeah. what, twenty seven? I was off by two yeah. years. I, after his performance at um at like twenty fifth nationals, twenty sixteen um nationals mm-hmm. for um NCAA. Um I thought he was right there in the running for a shot um at the Olympics. I feel like but, he's a guy that gets forgotten about. Yeah, I mean he's he's he just made the national team these past couple of years where yeah. he's had American like his American record in the two hundred breaststroke of one forty seven nine. Mm-hmm. Wicked. No, I mean the closest to that was a one forty eight one or a one forty eight two, something like that. Um, yeah, I think those two. Perno, though, I'm a little worried about that. He hasn't been swimming so much this year. He swam in January, um, when a two twelve in the two hundred breaststroke. Um, you know, with another another year, he's he has a two hundred seven one under his belt. He has the current American record. There's three swimmers in the world now who are two hundred sixes. Um, and I think that this next summer he's going to be right up there with them. Yeah, yeah. See you okay, who do you got for the flies? Uh, top two in America right now, Caleb Russell and Maxine Rooney. Um, again, I don't know what Maxine Rooney's time drop was, but a 50.8 last year in the Hunter Butterfly. Okay. Um, he just kind of broke out into the scene. Let's see this real quick. Who do you, who are your picks? I had Dressel. I think that if he's serious about actually going for medals, I think that this would be one of his more opportunistic swims. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, to be honest, I don't really, I don't really know. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, there's a lot of guys. Some of the other names that I got, um, I have three other names down. Um, All three of them are 51-3 with the best time. Okay. Andrew um, Saunderson. Um, Obviously, there's Jack Conger, who has a 51-00 best time. Um, There's a couple more guys. So, Here's my thing about Jack Conger. I think that he just chokes when it gets to these kinds of meets. I think that he was a great collegiate swimmer, but he's he's just always on the cusp and can never like. Yeah, I mean, he had a he, he had never a great breakout swim in um, 2017. This is actually my 200 pick. He's he's my second 200 pick with the 154.4 from 2017. Obviously, you know, 2018, 2019 yeah. was a little shaky, um, going 155s and 156s. Um, nobody knows though if you put him in a lane next to Joseph Schooling though he might just pop off oh yeah, yeah. you know how it is fun, uh, fun fact 2015 I don't know if you knew this but in 2015 at NCAAs Texas put um, five of the top eight swimmers in the 100 butterfly in the one fly at so, nationals Conger Schooling Conger Schooling Will well, Glass Let's see if I can look this up yep. real quick, okay. actually. Um, 
but like five swimmers in the top eight. They outscored the I think tenth mm-hmm. or eleventh place team just in that one event. Like in that one heat, they could have taken eleventh. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll look that up. <laughs> that's so. That's just that's absurd. Oh, it is. It absolutely is absurd. Um, but yeah, I had Dressel. That was about it. What about your two fly? Two fly. I talked about this um, in the last episode of the podcast. I think Luca Orlando is going to pop off. Um, I, yeah, it's a good pick. I think he's going to go. I think he's been a 153. Um, ha- he, hasn't, he hasn't been 152 yet. He's been 153. I think he uh-huh. goes 152 at Olympic trials. Um, and then hopefully drops a okay. little bit more. Yeah, um, he's young. I don't know if you've seen him swim butterfly. You've seen any of his races, but it's pretty nuts. Yeah, I saw I saw the the race. Also, correction. What about here? Correction butterfly. They put six of the top eight. Oh my bad, my bad. That's even I know, better. So who who Joe Scullin with forty four five? Jack Conger with a forty four five. James Cooper, Will Glass, Matt Ellis, okay. and John okay. Murray. Okay. Yeah. You never even. Those last four guys, you like, they just fell off the face of the earth, practically. Yeah. Well, they're probably, I mean, they have a smart crew. They're probably aerospace engineers or something working for NASA yeah, or something like that. Probably. Um, for the 200, you know, I wanted to, wanted to put Justin Wright. Um, he really surprised me because he had a good season at University of Arizona. Um, he wasn't mm-hmm. like, you know, the top eight swimmer. Um, like NCAA MVP, but he was right up there scoring points. Harding is a goofball. I don't know. Like he always wears the Batman outfit or whatever. He's just <laughs> funny dude. I don't think he's gonna do it. Kalish also has the best time of a one fifty four seven. Um, uh-huh. he swam it at the Olympic trials in twenty sixteen. I'm. I mean, he's probably gonna swim it again. Um, yeah. And if he if he's on point, which I think he will be, I think he'll be faster than that. Um, okay. everybody sleeps on Tom Shields. I have Tom Shields. Really? Yeah. Uh, so there was an article that went out, or not an article. There was actually another podcast that Tom Shields was on with his uh, old coach, I believe, uh, some sort of coach. Anyways, it's irrelevant. Um, supposedly, he had been going, um, or he had depression. Yeah. And so I think that's why not a whole lot of people heard about him these past year or so. Um, but like w- when he came onto the scene someone against Phelps, like, he was pretty much the only guy that could actually, like, go at Phelps and race with him. Um, I think, yeah, he he knows how to do it. I've got him in the two-fly. I think that'll be a good I mean, he made it in um, 2016. I don't don't Mm -hmm. think he made the top eight and placed seventh or eighth. um, Another cowboy. I mean, he – yeah, I mean, he's – He's great. Short course, he was the first guy to break 44. I actually posted mm-hmm. on Swim Sam. There was an article about the Dolphin Swim of the Week. Um, it said, this day in history, Austin stabs 44-100 fly from 2009. Um, and then oh, at gosh. the bottom, well, in the article, they said that his Austin Stabs 44-1 stood number three all time behind Caleb Dressel and Joe Schooling, who were both 43. And yeah. in the comments, mm-hmm. I had said, I'm reading it off right now. Stab's time is not third, but fourth all time. Tom Shields first broke forty four the forty three eight four from twenty sixteen winning at people really always be sleeping on Tom SMH. <laughs> but they do. I mean he's yeah. he's a Yeah, no. He's a strong swimmer. 
Yeah, I mean, he's he's old, but I think he's got it. I mean, he's been – nobody dies harder than he does, and it's beautiful. <laughs> Watch his races. You, you'll see funny. it. He goes out that's and funny, that's crashes. That's funny. Last 10. Yeah. All right. All right. Medley. My Last two race. races, the IMs. I hate myself for this. I'll let yeah. I'll let you go first. I hate myself for this. Kalish and Michael Andrew. I think I said okay. it. Well, not Kalish. I hate myself for putting Michael Andrew. I think I said it yesterday in the podcast that I don't think he makes the Olympics. I think that it. The only shot, <laughs> his best shot, is going to be in the two hundred IM. Um, I mean, he just needs to not do US RPT every day. You know, if he does mm-hmm. four thousand yards, um, five thousand yards, two days a week, he'll bring that thirty. Um, second freestyle split down to a 27, 28. Um, okay. And then he'll be two, three seconds faster. Okay. Um, let's see. I have the rankings pulled got? up. Who do you have for the four? For the four, I have Kalish and Leatherland. They're the Georgia crew. I don't think. Yeah, don't, Jay Leatherland, man. I don't think you get a. What about. Um, did you consider Gunner Bentz at all? Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, this past at Des Moines, though the, the, the uh-huh. trio or even um, the Georgia crew, the training crew out there, has just been lights out, mm-hmm. and they took one, two, three, or two, three, four in so many races at Des Moines. Um, I don't, I don't think that you get better American four amers currently than Kalish and Lidland. I don't think Lochte makes the Olympic team. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So me, I didn't really have exact people for it but kind of just a, a pool of everybody um i had Kat kalish in there michael andrew for sure probably in the 2im um i i had gunner bentz just because he's been around he's kind of been fiddling with that line um ryan lochte i think ryan will probably do the four if he tries anything um and i think he might i don't know he might be able to do it yeah, and then my my wild card wild card that I would just love to see. I don't know if it's even possible, um, but for the two I am Carson Foster. He's been a one fifty eight, I think, or one fifty seven nine, something like that. Um, yeah. I think you know if he can do it, he'd be great. Who knows if he's with it being pushed back? If he's actually going to postpone his collegiate um, years again, he might he might yeah. enter his freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Both him, um, both of the Fosters, um, Orlando's like right on one, one fifty nine or two double O. There's mm-hmm. nineteen men under two minute in the two hundred IM, which is pretty oh, insane. I mean, yeah. just the past couple of years, it's taken one fifty sevens, one fifty sixes to um, even make the top four. So just the fact that there's so you know many people right in the line. We need to score out the meets and take just the best times in the world. And we'll just do, you know, top eight of the best times in the world. Or, well, eh, that doesn't really work. Because <laughs> I, I, if you, if we were, like, the fact that we can only bring two people for each event besides the relay events, like, if we could bring more, we would just absolutely destroy it everybody even more than we already yeah. do like two is just a limit to make it fair at this point yeah honestly but it's pretty nuts all right oh, I, here. Mean, 
I, I feel sort of I feel sort of good about these yeah. picks. You know, I Carson Foster correction was a one fifty seven five at um Winter Nationals. Even yeah, better. like it's he's two years younger than me. He's wicked fast. It's nuts. Dude's not huge either. Like he's tall and lanky, but like, yeah. like he's got the the body for it. Yeah, but he's not like you know you don't find many dudes that are like like Chase Kalish or Nathan Adrian mm-hmm. type s. You know. Yeah. Another thing, so. um, I don't know if Abram Devine is still swimming. He had some controversy from Stanford. Um, I know that mm. he left that training group. I don't know that he's still swimming though. But he has. So looking at the top American times right now since 2017. Um, Chase Kalish has the top seven times, and then it's Abram Devine at eighth with a 156.7. Okay. Um, Abram Devine yeah. also has a couple of great times from um, world championships, from other U.S. nationals. Who knows if he's still swimming, then maybe he'll be in the running. Also, yeah. I totally forgot about this. Hunter Freestyle, um, David Nolan. I don't know that you know the name. David Nolan was the first man to break 140 in the 200-yard free, 200-yard IM. Um, he won a 139.3 in 2015. He swims, swims from Stanford. Mm-hmm. Stanford. Um, okay. He stopped swimming after 2016 Olympic trials. He placed third behind Lochte and Michael Phelps. Um, hmm. And he retired, but then he came back and he said on in an Instagram post that he was just going to train for the hundred. So who knows? You know, good dark horse. Dark horse. I think his best time is like a forty-eight high, forty-eight nine, forty-eight seven. But if if he's specializing, huh. I think he could do it. You never who know. knows. Weird, weird things have happened. That's for sure. For sure. All right. Well, let's make our segue over to movies. Yeah. Now you said you just did um, movies from Netflix mainly, right? Yeah. My my list is I I've watched a couple things from Amazon Prime. Um, I don't have Hulu, so I don't really know what's on that. Yeah. If you had to guess how many movies you've already watched, or actually, okay, let's do this. How many hours a day do you think you have watched? TV, movies, whatever it may be, since you've been home? I have a TV on at least six, seven hours of the day now. <laughs> like, I might not be watching that. That's... I, yeah. <laughs> well, considering the fact that... So, I just started watching Grey's Anatomy, like, a, a month or two yeah. ago, right? And so, I've just been binging that. And so, I come home, and I start watching it with my mom. And now my mom is binging it with me. So, we watch probably three episodes before we go to bed like okay. that's an hour and a half almost two hours just right there yeah and then you know depending on when i wake up if i wake up at eight or noon you know tons tons of tons of movies tv shows probably a little too much my eyes are gonna kill me yeah but i mean when, when i whatever. when i work out downstairs um we have a tv and a roku down there so i just throw something on i've been pretty big into yeah stand-up comedy and documentaries recently um i've seen okay, so many got? movies so stand-up comedy my favorite is bill burr i've also listened to um burt kreischer he's a pretty funny guy joe coy he's a half filipino just like me um <laughs> and then i've been you know re-watching some of the classic dave Chappelle skits um nothing gets dave Chappelle never gets it old. doesn't and it's refreshingly politically incorrect it's pretty great <laughs> Okay, if you had to pick one, 
top top three to watch if you had to if if the listeners were picking out one thing from this podcast top three to go watch what are they and what, why? movies documentaries and shows or just doesn't matter just three okay um oh man all right not in any order but the first one that i'm going to choose marriage story it is emotional as heck. Oh, is that the one with Adam Driver? Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson about a divorce. Yes. Oh, my god. I heard that was really sad. I cried like two times. I haven't watched it yet. It's in, you need to watch it. <laughs> it. I'm pretty. It was nominated for Academy Awards. I don't know if it won any. Um, I didn't watch any. Yeah, it has. Of those. Um, another great one. Hell or High Water on Netflix. I, I I passed through it. I don't know what it is. It is, is. fantastic. It, so let's, let me read the summary real quick. Um, a divorced father and his ex-con older brother resort to a desperate scheme in order to save their family's ranch in West Texas. Huh. It is okay. fantastic. Great movie. Yeah. Um, came out in 2016. Okay. The third one that I'm going to pick... Um, this one's going to get a little goofy. Um, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. It has, <laughs> you know, Aubrey Plaza, Michael Sarah, um, Elizabeth something as the, um, as the main damsel in distress, but Scott okay. Pilgrim versus the world is a really funny movie. It's really goofy. It's like a video game. Um, a lot, yep. lot of good rock music, that sort of thing. Interesting. Okay. Um, I've got a couple. Yeah, not in any order. Um, Red Sea Diving Resort. Have you seen that? I started it, but I didn't get past five minutes. <laughs> Did you not like it? Uh, I mean, I was kind of watching it in the background, and I had something to do. Let me look at. Ah, fair. I if you like, um, it's kind. Of, it like it's Chris Evans, right? I don't know. Yeah, Chris Evans. I think it was really good. It kind of. You know, it's like the based on a real life kind of type movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked it. It was suspenseful. Not like one of the best kinds of movies are the movies without like the big time actors. Not that I'm saying that Chris Evans isn't a big time actor, but it wasn't like flooded with, you know, Oscar winning actors, mm-hmm. you know. Um. So it was kind of more of a low budget. I think it was a Netflix original, um, which makes it even better. I'm a sucker for Netflix originals. Um, But then second one, one of my personal favorites, Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, yeah. That's that's classic, yeah. Absolutely great movie. If you haven't seen it, go watch it right now. Um, Will Smith and his son, his actual son, um, who portrays his son in the movie. What a good movie. (laughs) um and then okay i'm gonna do two more actually have you ever seen meet joe black i have not no i have not it's anthony hopkins and brad pitt it's a older movie is sometime in the early thousands i believe um great movie brad pitt portrays death in it is this on prime or hulu netflix I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. Not anymore. I must have just left. Oh, man. Okay. Well, <laughs> if you want a good movie, we watch probably that one. Prime or something, um, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, Anthony Hopkins is like this old guy. He just turns 50 and he, um, he has this encounter with death. Okay. Really good movie. Um, that's the movie that Dan and I tried to show you where, um, he walks out into the middle of the street and gets hit by two cars. Do you remember us showing you that? No, maybe that was someone yeah. else. Oh, I think that was Keen. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Um, the last one, this was this was for sure on Netflix. I think they took it off though, um, but I'm still gonna put it on there. Is um, Lawless? Have you seen that? That's uh, with Shia LaBeouf. Tom Hardy. Shia LaBeouf. Tom Hardy. Yeah, that one's great. Great movie about prohibition. Um, it's based on a real story. I think that's kind of my favorite type of movies. The ones that are based on a true mm-hmm. story. Um, Gary Oldman, but too, not also in that. Yep. And, uh, really good and then you also have like yeah there's so many they just put semi-pro on netflix now which is That's hilarious because movie, i right? haven't seen yeah i have you seen it i've not no oh gosh it's such a <laughs> will ferrell either like hits or misses on all of his movies um i have this one is just straight up yeah. <laughs> oh gosh it's just a silly silly movie about a um, like minor league basketball team it's not like <laughs> it's, it's absolutely absurd it's worth a, it's worth a sit down to watch it but um, I wouldn't get too invested into it yeah I mean well um, going on Will Ferrell they also have the other guys and stepbrothers on Netflix both are Will Ferrell classics uh, um, yeah those are which ones. one do you like more between the other guys and stepbrothers the other guys. Yeah. Only because I love Mark Wahlberg. I do love Mark Wahlberg a ton. Um, dude, the other guys is just funny, yeah. man. They're just explicitly like hate hateful yeah. in it. And it's so funny to watch like the things that they say to each other on that. Just like when, when Mark Wahlberg goes <laughs> he says, You know what else I don't like about you? When you piss, it sounds funny. <laughs> like like yes. that's that's like the biggest put down to any man <laughs> it ever. Feminine. And then when it's like Sheila, who is that? That's not your wife. Who is that? That's not your wife. You know this woman. No, stop! Stop messing with me, Alan. Yeah. Um, gosh, step, what a step, funny, step what a funny you just, one. You lose brain cells. Like it's it's so funny, but you can just feel it's yourself getting dumber and dumber. Uh huh. Dumber. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dumber and dumber. Also a good movie. Not on Netflix. Um, yeah. Okay, so I also had um if you haven't seen it I know you've seen it, but like I'm speaking to everybody else here. If you haven't seen it, drop everything and go watch this one right now. Is it about the Shawshank Redemption. Oh. <laughs> no, Shawshank Redemption. Sure. About time is also on my list. Man, that's such a if you want like a rom com Oh man! Well, you, about you time set that up. So I, good. I've seen about time with you probably four times at the sub. Yeah, like yeah, it's <laughs> it's such a good movie. It's such a good movie. I love it. It's one of my favorite romantic movies. I think the fact that it's not American and it's an English movie sort of makes it better. I don't know. You know which movie I actually just um, saw this past weekend for the first time? What? It has Rachel McAdams what? in it also. Uh, Wedding Crashers. No, nope. no, no, no. The Notebook. Um, Oh, it's so good, right? I cried. Well, I didn't. I didn't like shed a tear. My eyes just watered. So, like, it was allergies or something. I love but it. you know, yeah, when uh, 
um, I forgot her name, but when the older version of her was like, oh, I remember this story. That was us. I was like, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. I don't care what people say. Watching rom-coms and stuff like that. Totally. Oh, cool. yeah. half, half of my Netflix list is rom-coms. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, The Spectacular Now. That one's one That's of my another favorites. another rom-com. Miles Teller dude, is one of my favorites, okay. actually. Miles Teller is so funny. Never have I ever um, seen somebody who's played themselves in a movie. I'm I'm talking about Project X. Oh yeah. All right. Where he's he, Miles Teller as Miles Teller, <laughs> but that's probably what he's actually like in oh, real yeah. life. For sure. So like I've never seen that kind of transparency in a movie. There's a but the spectacular now absolutely. He's great. in a couple of rom coms. Um, spectacular now is great. Love Shailene Woodley. Also, he's in one called yep. Two Night Stand, which is on um, Amazon Prime, I think. I think it's free. Um, but Two Night Stand came out in 2014. I think I've seen that. It's It got, what, two stars on Rotten Tomatoes? 38%, but I think it was Sounds fantastic. Sounds right. Yeah, so basically, um, they have a hookup, but then when she goes to leave, they have a fight. She's leaving, but they're locked in the um, complex, so she has to stay with him for two days. Then... They fall in love. It's pretty great. I mean, I got a 6.4 on IMDb. That's still yeah. pretty good. One of the other really good ones on Netflix, um, <clears throat> well, here, I'm going to talk about two since we're on rom-coms. Set it up. Oh, I love whoever the chick is in that, the chick secretary. Yeah, yeah. She is gorgeous. Yes, she is. Um, but yeah, the, that's a really good movie. Also, sleeping with and other uh, Pete Davidson is in that. Wait, right? which one? Pete Davidson is in. Pete Davidson I'm is pretty in sure. that. Correct. Hold up. He's the he's the gay roommate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, that's such a funny movie. Like. Uh, yeah. For for any of you guys who are wondering, they they set up their bosses to uh, to date, and then it just goes all. At about as horrible as it can and yeah it just goes yeah. downhill but it's a pretty good premise i liked it a lot yeah i think it's great um the other one that i had in mind oh frick this this is gonna kill me do i have to open up netflix for this i swear if i do what is it what's it about oh sleeping with other people um oh my god jason yes Vegas, right? yes 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 that one's fantastic. Dude, it's it's pretty what explicit, a funny but it's movie. Yeah, very explicit, but still very yeah. good. I would. Oh, man. So the premise of that one basically that... is these two people lost their virginity to each other in college, um, and then they go through a whole dating scene. Decade later, they meet up. They realize that they need to um, see or like date each other to stop their hookup frenzy. Basically, they, they can't hold a relationship because they're so sexual and everything. But then once they meet each other again, then they're like, oh, this is how we stop this. And then it's super cute. Pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, my last two plugs are both mob movies, The Irishman and Legend. The Irishman is about Robert De Niro and his time as a... Uh, um, God, it's like I don't he, know what so the, the, the exact term. Driver. He, 
No, he's a hitman. He's a hit- yeah. He's like, he's a like the he's like the yeah. That's exactly what it is. Thank thank you. Um, that one is absolutely amazing. Would recommend watching that. Um, the other one, yeah, Legend is about the um, they're two England twins, the Cray brothers. Yep, that's what it yep. is. Super cool dynamic. That's another Tom Hardy movie where um, he literally plays both, and one's like a, a gay, homophobic, um, psychopath, pretty much, and the other one is just like craving power, and they both go at it. But absolutely great movie, and the ending is really good. Um, it's kind of a sad, sadistic ending if you like that, but yeah. I like that. So you mentioned. Um... The Irishman with Robert De Niro. I was actually going to talk about talking about my movies, Goodfellas with Robert De Niro, also Ray Liotta, Joe Pesci, the same cast. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also a Martin Scorsese movie. This one is about um, Robert De Niro's character Henry Hill and how he rises and falls in a New York um, crime family. Really good. Mm-hmm. It's from 1990. Honestly, the whole I don't know if you've ever seen Casino, also with the same cast. Yep. That mm-hmm. one's even crazier yeah, too. Really good um yeah yeah they do man they like that was that was the 90s right when they made that yeah 1990 they had so many good movies during then about like mob bosses italian Mm. mob new york mob pretty much the godfather in 1970 some um that kind of set the stage for Uh everything well really really crime in general would be bonnie and clyde from 1930 or 1940 yeah. Um, actually, oh, man, I love it. I love um, the Highwayman with Kevin Costner on Netflix. Have you seen that? I always wanted, so I always meant to watch that. But it I is never so did. good. Is it I love good? Woody Harrelson. Kevin Costner is great too. Oh, yeah. um, basically, it's uh-huh. the Bonnie and Clyde story, but from the perspective of the Texas Rangers who um, killed them. Okay. Great movie. Um, you know what movie I watched recently on Netflix that has Woody Harrelson in it? Zombieland. Is uh, oh, that's not it. No, 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 no. Um, twenty twelve. Do you remember that movie? Woody Harrelson. Yeah, he's like the the uh, crazy dude who predicts that the world's gonna end, um, and lives out in a van in Yellowstone. Really? I did not know that. Yeah, it's. We're talking about Woody Harrelson, though, I'd say um, White Men Can't Jump. Great movie. Oh, man, what a good movie. Is that, it's hilarious. Is that no, it's probably on Prime if you can rent it. Um, I honestly never heard of this movie. And then I, I do this thing on YouTube where um, on my recommended feed, there will be this channel called Movie Clips. And they just have two, three-minute, four-minute um, clips from a movie. Oh, yep. And it was the scene in the mm-hmm. beginning when... Um, the black guy in the movie is like, oh, like you can't play. Like, let's bet, um, bet this game of basketball. And then For, during the, yeah, free, the free throws, throws. and that's how I watched it. And then mm-hmm. you ended up watching it at the sub, and that's how I saw it for the first time. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great movie. It's oh, hilarious! Yeah. The the banter between Woody Harrelson and uh, oh man, what's the? I don't know who the other guy is. Wesley um, Snipes. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Don Cheadle, but I know. It's oh him. my god, that's not him. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was it, like the the banter back and forth, 
and um, the relationship that they had in that is just hilarious. And it literally just goes down to the end where they're still betting money and then he I, I don't think he makes it. I don't know. I don't yeah. want to Woody Harrelson's but... great though. I mean he's really young in yeah. this movie. A... Um nineteen ninety-two. Um changed a lot. Yeah. Pretty great movies. Okay, favorite show to favorite show to binge watch. Favorite show to binge on watch Netflix. on Netflix? Well Yeah. Both of my shows in the past two years have um been taken down friends and how i met your mother um i remember watching uh-huh. netflix back when avatar the last airbender was on it that was my binge show um most recently <laughs> though i've been watching Shit's creek um that has some what did you just say to me what did you just say <laughs> um what'd yeah Shit's creek really funny show basically it's about the this um really um financially wealthy family they lose all of their assets except for the deed to this really crappy redneck town called Shits creek um so they're, they're the yeah. owner of this town cool. they have to move there because that's all that they have left so they go from really wealthy to living Fair in redneck town and it's just their transition into life there and it's really funny i like it i like it Um, have you ever seen the Ozarks? My dad actually is watching that. He says it's fantastic. Um, I've watched like bits and pieces of season one and season two with Tim and Will, and it was like it was really good. I'm not a huge Jason Bateman oh, fan, I love Jason but Bateman. he does a pretty good job in it. It's weird seeing yeah. him in a, in a drama. I never like thought this. he was very. Because I've seen him in like you know Arrested Development, I've seen him yeah. in Game Night, I've seen him in a lot of other funny movies. Game oh, Night yeah. is really good. Game one Night's of, really one good. One of my favorite Hilarious. lines in the show. Wait, is in, that wait, what? Is Rachel McAdams in yeah, that's, Game that's, Night as well? Um, Jason Bateman's wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a funny. As I was saying, one, one of my favorite lines in all of cinema is when um, Gary, the police officer, is standing there and he says. How can that be profitable for Frito Lay? Because because they're bringing in the <laughs> chips, and he says that it was a uh, buy one get three. Is that? Is no, that it's in the, the beginning. End? It's before they have the game night. The first game night. Oh, okay. I'm getting mixed up. I don't remember that part, but yeah, super funny movie about actual kidnappings and well, man, great Enough movies. Said about that great one, movies. But... I've got nothing else. You got uh, I anything? Think that's it. I mean, we're, you know, when, when we were talking about doing this podcast, we said we would only do 30 minute, 35 minute episodes. Um, yeah. You know, that's that all right, though. Changed. I think I'm, I'm really enjoying it. We got a lot of movies to watch on the quarantine, so we had plenty to talk about. Um, you know, after the last episode, even when we started talking about the James Bond series, that was, I mean, I've been watching the James Bond movies. Oh, man. They're all really great. You know, one last thing, um, all these movies that I that I recommended or that we've talked about, you know who hasn't seen any of those? Who? Abby Mendel's. Oh, really? No, I was just actually just Snapchat her a couple minutes ago. <laughs> I sent her this whole this whole list that I have because she was like, "Oh, what what are some good movies on Netflix?" I was like, oh, okay. 
And so I sent her all of them. And she's like, oh, yeah, I've never seen any of those. And I was like, she's seen like what? Perfect. Um, the Barbie movie, Sp- Spice Girls. I watched. <laughs> yeah. So she's probably going to. Yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll take this, any. But, oh, well. yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I will, too. Um, but yeah, that's I, I mean, that's all we have today. A um, little bit more of a just talkative episode but that's right thanks so much for tuning in guys um hope you hope you enjoyed it and hope to see you um listening for the next podcast yeah yeah maybe we'll get it out tomorrow like we oh yeah like we have today you know keep following the uh (laughs) daily until until the lockdown all right see ya yeah (laughs) yeah